0: Welcome to this version. I really want to say welcome to this layer Why? of the journey, just to use the word layer instead of version, but not version, episode.
1: Yeah, <laughs> definitely <laughs> don't ver- use version. Don't
0: ver- Not a version, not a layer. Welcome to this episode of the journey. We're going to talk about mission statements today. So we're going to talk about the point of mission statements, some different mission statements that we each like, some ones we don't like, ones that mean something to us, maybe if you can remember any you've had from past companies. And then we will talk about we have not had a full on marketing branding meeting where we've talked about clean layer mission statements, but we'll talk about what we're using so far and then maybe do a little brainstorming on if we think that's right or wrong. We don't have Chris. I don't have anybody here to guide us, but we'll just um, go on our own. So, mission statements. John, did you want to start?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, um, I've got mixed feelings about them, um, in a sense. But I, I myself am a huge believer in mission statements. Huge proponents of mission statements. I always focus on having them, um, for whatever organization I lead and, um. I think that's for me um alignment is super super important in leading a group and then also um uh the is is not aspect of it is super important so my my secret to success and <laughs> to use the cliche or whatever and I don't really mean the success part of it but just just kind of a secret that I have is is efficiency so um so uh where where a lot of people can get a lot of things done to go a certain direction. Um, I prefer, I guess for myself, kind of my competitive advantage has been getting more of the right things done and less of the wrong things done. So I can get further in a certain direction than others can with less effort. Because I'm just doing, I try to do the right things, do more of the right things, less of the wrong things, less wasted effort, all that kind of stuff. And so for me as a... Um, as an operational leader, um, and, uh, sorry, too too long of an answer, but I'll, I'll try to close this up. I I ran operational teams, um, like a a corporate systems team where we're trying to implement new technologies into the rest of the business and, um, drive the standards for the business, what they use for, for tools, like what we're talking about on clean layer, what they use for business intelligence, HR systems, financial systems, Contract management systems, all that stuff. That was my group that um, uh, helped select and deploy those into the organization. So you can go down a lot of rabbit holes in a group like that and do a lot of things that just don't make sense. Um, And it takes energy. It takes kind of the same energy to do things that don't make sense, that are off mission, as it does to do the things that are on mission. And so if you cannot burn that energy, you can be way more efficient with people, with time, with whatever. So it was critical for me to. uh set a mission statement for the organization to preach the mission statement and um and kind of make sure we all we all knew it and um we'll talk about aspects of that kind of going forward in the podcast but but yes critical for for alignment and differentiation all these things
0: okay so yeah so you you think they're critical for alignment which makes sense i mean every business class you take everything I mean, they're telling you what a mission statement is and why it's important If somebody creates a mission statement and then doesn't use it for alignment and just kind of creates it, throws it on a wall, then it's obviously not helping. But it sounds like you've done a good job of just continuing to take people back to the mission statement, make sure that what they're working on makes sense. Um, And then I'll, I'll let Justin jump in, but I'll just I'll tell you guys the there's lots of definitions out there. But in general, it's an action oriented vision statement so a vision statement might be just kind of like very in the clouds big picture but this is an action-oriented statement that declares the purpose of the organization so uh, that's generally what it is and we'll talk about clean layers pretty soon but um but that's just kind of what you're going for so a lot of people i mean we maybe we equate it to the why but um yeah, mo- most yeah. of the time companies will sit around and talk about what is their mission statement so that they make sure whatever they're working on follows that.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and there's a but, and we'll turn it over to Justin, but there's a but to it to me. So so me as my perspective is it's kind of building organizations. And I just think to when I've I've inherited several organizations in my life and had to, you know, build a new one or two. Like i said built a couple and inherited a couple. And so that's just kind of part of putting my mark on it. But I also realize that while the mission statement is a super big deal to me, and we'll talk about kind of reinforcement, um, and every word of it is a big deal, and every kind of section of it is a big deal, and it's really, really meaningful. And I preach it and all these things, and we spend a lot of time with the directs on it and all that stuff. Um, how the organization receives it, and whether they actually live it, and whether it's as meaningful to them as it is to me, and whether my boss really cares about it as much as I did. Um, all of those things, I think, are things that we can talk about, and basically my answer to that is no I don't think my boss cared about my mission statement at all or could recite it and um, and my people I kind of took it down a level to, to make them care about it but um but yeah, so I, I think it's it does different things for different stakeholders basically, and so so I kind of come at it both ways of it's just this uber important critical thing can't run an organization without it or um come on, who really cares? So I, I can definitely see both sides of it, even in even in my own my own groups.
0: Yeah. And maybe if it's a really good mission statement, it will go hand in hand with the culture and, um, you know, what you're going to do into the future. And then if it's not written well or not a good mission statement, maybe it's harder for people to grasp on Yeah. All right, Justin, what's yeah, your
2: thought? Um, I mean, I think I think they're Important, probably all the same things that you guys are saying. I don't think I disagree with any of it um, necessarily. Um, The one thing that is interesting is you know sometimes there's a mission statement and then there's a vision statement. I think there's Mm -hmm. probably a difference between the two, and I think this is really focused more around mission. So, what is your cause or what is it that you're trying to accomplish? Um, And I think that's important. I mean, I think everything rallies around that, and your your decisions to some extent should always um, be marching towards that, that, that mission. Um, So I think it's, I think it's important. None come to mind. Like I can't think of any that, you know, that stand out to me as well, maybe, maybe just with current events like um, SpaceX and, and getting space travel back going and all that stuff is really interesting to me, but I couldn't tell you what their actual mission statement is. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, I think it's to go to Mars and to colonize other, or the you know the whole uh, galaxy or whatever, oh. but
0: well, you know the TED Talk one spread ideas, right? It's very simple. Every you can, sure. it, and I, I, man, I cannot stand a long mission statement because nobody can remember it. And then to John's point, if every word is important, nobody is going to remember it. So, yeah, obviously, I, I think everybody agrees, like just one sentence, but um, but as succinct as you can keep it. One
1: super long compound uh, sentence with I hate of ideas hormone. in it. <laughs> like, Ted,
0: like TED Talk, spread ideas. That's easy. That's simple.
1: That you know, that's the what goal. What was Defy's?
0: Well, we had, we changed it. We, we kept it the same and then we revisited it every year. Um, and so we probably changed it every three years just as we were adjusting. And I can't remember the exact words because it was one sentence. Yeah, that's no, so, okay.
1: I, I couldn't but, remember but, mine, and I talked but, about it. Forever, right. But the so. the
0: reason um, that we used so we had our you know one pager and at the top was our mission statement, and it was um, basically to provide, um, to, you know, to be the technology partner to auto lenders. And we switched it where we were focused on originations at first because that was our mission, and then when we went into other products, we switched our mission statement to be. Um, platform-based and multiple product-based. So there was one kind of switch there. And then because the statement really was our mission, and we did go back to that as we created our goals every year, and we looked at it on the page, but because nobody was going to be able to um, to constantly recite it, then we just used the one word freedom to kind of stand for what we were doing.
1: So you guys but, were a political organization? yeah exactly <laughs> basically yeah
0: but but when we created Good. our goals every year we use the mission statement to guide you know each thing so yeah so yeah, I, I, yeah. i'm
2: drawn a blank on exactly what they were too but i don't remember i don't recall like they're being like I, I i don't recall the mission statement and that driving our decisions as much
0: it, oh yeah no it don't, well i i think it did well So we did try to make everybody memorize the mission statement. We you know every four weeks we would like say it over and over again in meetings. Um, But it was more not to memorize it, but to remember what we were focused on. So remember, Justin, when we would do the annual goals, the boxes or whatever, Mm -hmm. we would make sure that they all tied to the mission statement. So when we when we decided to go into other products, for instance, we realized our mission statement was just focused on originations. And so we're like, we had to go back and revisit that. So maybe it only changed two times or something. Um, Let's see. Yeah, I
2: I definitely remember aligning us to sort of the company objectives, right? We did the whole objectives and key results and we had those. But whether those objectives tied to the overall mission statement of, you know, a flexible LOS system or whatever the, I don't even remember, I honestly don't remember what it is, but I don't recall revisiting that as much. I recall like the objectives changing. Um, right. the, the overall company objective, the one page are changing quite a bit, but I don't remember the actual mission statement
0: well, ever because, changing. Yeah, it did once or twice. And it. so the exec team would get together and, um, we would get together. Remember we'd get together in the mornings and we yeah. would do mission statement, vision statement, and then we would pull everybody else in. And then we'd say, okay, we're leaving the mission statement the same. Now let's work on goals together or, yeah, you know, whatever yeah. it was. So we would go over it usually first, uh, you know, as an, as an exec team or whatever. And then it only changed, I think it changed twice. I think it changed once, once we tightened it up a little bit and then, um, and then once, um, once when we switched and went out of originations.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, so I think whenever creating mission statements are always funny because, um, you get so much. Um, if you try to create a mission statement, first the first thing you're going to have, I think, is a 30 minute debate over mission versus vision versus yep. strategy, and all the confusion in the room as to what's. I don't think that's a mission statement. I think that's more of a vision. And so you get all that. And why is
0: there an old lady in your room? I
1: don't know. That's it's a, just who always spoke oh, up. Oh,
0: here we go. Here we go. So our mission statement was to provide an exceptional
2: lending ecosystem. So yeah, and that's that's that what I mission. remember it being yeah. for. I don't remember it changing from that.
1: There you yeah. go. That's a good mission statement, right? Yeah. That, that's, that was it, my but, point.
0: Because before that, it was around originations, and so it wasn't the lending ecosystem. We switched it to that when we added additional products on, Got and it. and then we did. We actually did it differently. We did mission at the top. We did vision as for in 2018. For instance, it was leverage and knowledge sharing and insight-driven culture mm-hmm. to promote focus and drive growth. So our our vision was how we were going to do the mission statement, which I think is not right. the way people normally do it. Yeah.
1: I flipped that.
0: Yeah. Right. Most people flip it, I think. Um, but I think and, that's right.
2: I and think then that, we did the goals. I yeah. think how we did it is well, maybe there's not a right or wrong, but I think it's I think logical It both makes ways. more sense. Yeah.
1: Maybe. I think,
0: I think it's logical both ways, but we just said we wanted our mission to be the thing that was the same over and over and over and over again. That's what we were right. focused on. And then, and then the vision was how were we going to do that? And so it could change more often.
2: Yeah. Right. To me, it's the tactics. So, like, if the mission yeah. is the overall thing you're trying to do, like, we want to get people to Mars and colonize Mars, all the things that SpaceX does between now and then is marching towards that. So, being able to launch humans to the space station is a, a good milestone and a and a step in their vision that's leading them to the overall kind of mission or objective. Right.
1: Right. Yep. Okay. So now, um, so so this, I guess, this podcast is on I guess let me separate missions versus mission statement and organizations I guess inherently should have a purpose or a mission um, that they're, they're on and then there's the words of the mission statement and um, so I guess Stephanie or Justin how would you guys and really with two different perspectives you as a CEO and Justin you as um, um, you know a leader in the company um, how did the words in the mission statement or did they, did they, and how did they affect you, um, as you kind of went through, um, your months and years at Defy, were they meaningful?
2: Um, I, I don't know. It's, it, I, I, I don't want to just say yes. Cause I, cause Stephanie's on the call. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, they weren't. Um, and the reason is, and I think the reason is because, um, I just didn't come from the industry. So when I first came on board, I, you know, I just wanted a new job in a new industry. And there was other things that were more important to me than the overall mission. I mean, making subprime auto loan lending more efficient and stuff doesn't really, it's not super exciting to me, to me, but that's just because I didn't live and breathe it. But I think over time. Like I think what we were trying to accomplish was important and I think I was able to grasp onto some of the some right. of the bigger picture along the way. Just as I started to understand more about the the industry and just became more, I guess, sympathetic to the, the problems that everybody was facing. Um, but for a lot of people at the end of the day it was just a job. And so whether the whatever the mission statement said probably was probably didn't affect their their day to day um because sometimes i think people can be so far removed from the overall mission that they just lose sight of it and that's probably a bad um a bad job on on leadership to not instill those things um but that's just that's kind of what i i felt like again i think the overall mission never in my mind didn't change i think i i think now that you mention it i recall it changing whenever we just went into multiple products but the, the and everything auto yeah and we, everything and we switched was it from still bottom. yeah true but we still True, sure. but yeah. it still it still was. I mean, nothing changed in the company with the moment we did that. All, right. all we did was add other products that we were adhering to, and and you know, if you asked the employees, I mean, I'm sure nothing changed.
0: Yeah. So I I would say, yeah, no, I. But I think that you know, one of the things that I read said that the best mission statements go hand in hand with philosophy and culture, and I would say that ours were all blended. Right. So um, I hope that ours were all blended. So I think that. We started out having a mission to help auto lenders with their origination system. That was our mission. Like we wanted to change um, what auto lenders could do with their origination system. We wanted to put the power in their hands. We wanted to give them the freedom to change things themselves. And, and I feel like everybody knew that, right? It was very, very yep. single focused. It was originations. It was auto. It was give them power. And I think in the market, everybody knew that was our goal. I think in the company, everybody knew that was our goal. Kind of forget about the exact words of the mission statement. But, but we were out there to change the way that origination systems worked in auto specifically. And um, and then as we marched along, we said, hmm, are we going to go outside of auto? Are we going to stay inside of auto? Are we going to bring in other products? Are we going to just focus on originations? And and so then we started adjusting the mission statement and internally. And I think it, it did change because now we had more things competing. How are we going to sell to all these different things? How are we going to build products and decide where we're going to put dollars towards, you know, the originations product, which was the first one versus servicing versus others? So I think we first. I think we first switched it to. Um, and we left auto in and then we took auto out and we just kept it generic because we believed that the base of what we built um, could work for all lenders and could work uh, across other systems and so forth. So for me, I would say it was, it was very important in creating our culture and creating um, excitement about around being different and helping and changing things. And I agree that if people didn't come from the industry, they didn't know that. But I think as you as people were helping customers, they would hear from them, you know, bad stuff too, of course. But you know how different it was, and so forth. And uh, so I think it, it helped drive our culture of wanting to change things and wanting to do things differently, and and so forth. And yeah, no then, question. Yeah, but yeah, for and sure, then it, for sure. Yeah, and then as we grew, I also think it. I also think it changed things because, because I think there was some amount of excitement of oh we're doing so well in this space that we're expanding we're going to do these other things like we get to open up more opportunities for people inside the company not to just take on the product that already exists but to build new products and we get to offer these new products to lenders and we get to talk with lenders that are doing consumer not just auto and figure out what they need so so i i do think it mattered in driving what we were working on and and what we were um
1: you know, yeah, we so you got, about. you kind of, when you, when you um, created it, you got to, enroll it out, and did the change, you got to really. Um,
0: Our strategy was a, changing. Yeah,
1: have a conversation, and, um, and point that out, and, and, and almost signal the change through that mission statement, right? That was the culmination of yeah. the, of the pivot, or of the, whatever, the change in, in what you guys were doing, and um, gave you good some good talking points around it, it sounds like. And um, yeah, yeah, I think I mean,
2: so. That <laughs> was, was in the culture for sure. I mean, like, I mean, the whole, even when we were just at one product, I mean, the, all, everything was about making something configurable so that the lenders could make the change themselves. I mean, that, that I think that probably, I mean, I suspect people still there today, that's probably what they're, they're still aiming to do. Um, so that was maybe already ingrained. So maybe it's unfair to say that, that the mission statement wasn't impactful because maybe that's what drove it. I, I, I don't know. Like, but I just remember, like when I first joined, like I I couldn't have told you what the mission statement was like day one, and right. I don't even think when we were in an interview together, it even came up.
0: No, definitely like, so, not way back then.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I think over time, it just that just what it it became, and the culture inside the company was just about creating this configurability um, aspect to the product, and it just carried through with everything that we did. Um, and you know, with that came a lot of challenges and a lot of um, you know things that made it made it frustrating at times, but. Um, but wow. yeah, I think I think yeah. everybody being aligned to that same, you know, philosophy or thought pattern was was definitely helpful. Yeah. Well, well, so be, it drove be, because, decisions, right? Yeah, because Without I even having to think about it.
0: Right. Exactly. And but but I'm not the same as John. So John would would start by thinking of, OK, what is a mission statement? How am I going to align everybody? And I more think of just what are we doing? And I don't I don't think of it in structured terms, I guess, or accountability terms. I just think of it as more inspirational terms, like what are we trying to do? So from the very beginning and probably even in your interviews, we talked about, oh, all these other systems aren't configurable. And we probably talked about that from a why are we doing this and what are we trying to do? But we didn't actually put it into a mission statement or try to drive accountability till later. Right.
1: Yeah. uh, And and the singular from outside in, I never worked for DeFi, but from the outside looking in, the... um the thing that always resonated with me that drove the company was freedom, which you mentioned and, um, and yeah, giving power to organizations to, um, uh, do for themselves, configure work with speed, um, and those types of things. So freedom, freedom, freedom was the, uh, I think that word, that term and everybody in the organization kind of knowing what it meant. Um, Absolutely drove product design um, in the company. Yeah. And, well, and um, not just, sure.
0: But it wasn't, it wasn't just about the clients because were you in that meeting, Justin, when we ended up with freedom as the word? Yeah. Okay. Where everybody was giving their ideas on what, you know, it should be. And then at the end, I was like, man, we, we just need to wrap it up in one word. But it wasn't just mm-hmm. for the clients and the product. It was also for the company, because think right. about right now what's going on with COVID and all the companies that are trying to do work from home and everything else. Yeah. It also drove our decisions about team members, the freedom to work when you wanted to work, you know, within reason. But, but right. I could work at midnight, um, the freedom to work from home, all these types of things. It drove our, our culture and um, it drove partner relationships. It drove client relationships. It drove internal and you know, one time HR said we really just need to stop the work from home, and and then we had to go back to, no, this isn't what we stand for, right? And then um, the same thing. I I had so many people that told me I needed to stop emailing at midnight, and yeah, it's you know it's understandable. You're the CEO, you email at midnight. It stresses people out, you know, whatever. But it's not fair for everybody else to get to live freedom, but not me. <laughs> And so we would have those conversations as a company of you know setting expectations and being adults and understanding that you're not expected to answer at midnight and all these types of things and um, And I caught a lot of flack for that, but we would go back to that and it's um yeah it wasn't it wasn't fair that anybody else could work whenever they wanted, but I had to adhere to some standard you know that made everybody comfortable in my opinion
1: yeah and so yeah. so in in this, I see freedom as. As a core value, right? Less than mission, same as a core value, and um, to me, that's one of a couple core values that just took root and drove the company. And that word you would see plastered everywhere, all over everything, in all kinds of different, um, in all kinds of different contextual situations, right? And um, so, so that's that, and, and so I think maybe that's. A picture of this and I, I don't know if you guys had your your mission statement all over mugs and all over everything and just just did oh. the work to happy i know you guys had like your flyer of your your 20 your we focused on that the
0: freedom thing. playbook yeah
1: yeah you had the freedom playbook but it was the freedom playbook and all that stuff so i think freedom is a top core value and then just just kind of what we do and so maybe that's the thing um because it's interesting as i think about companies i've worked for a lot no, a few companies and everybody's got a mission, everybody's got core values, everybody can check the box on these things, everybody fills in the blanks. And, um, and even organizations within organizations tend to tend to fill in the blanks. And it's really interesting um, being in organizations where where the blanks are filled in with like words that consultants who are trained in this stuff would give you, you know, and uh your organization needs to be transforming or whatever it is or you need whatever it is and um and so all these organizations could kind of fill in the blanks with words that are the the current day buzzwords or whatever and then there are just some organizations that lived it out and reconciled objectives and reconciled decision making to those things you guys clearly reconciled um a lot of what you did to that word freedom and tested things against it. And then I, based on the mission statement you had, yeah, you wanted to represent that you were expanding beyond the auto industry and, um, and doing some things there. So you wanted to make sure your mission statement was consistent with what you were doing as well. And, um, and maybe, excuse me, for my mission statement, mine was uh, super wordy. As, as you'd imagine, and all I'm looking at, it, I can tell you. But but what I did with my mission statement, <laughs> it was wordy, so it wasn't anything that you could put on a mug. Um, but what I did with the mission statement was, I would do quarterly all hands with my group. And again, I'm an organization inside an organization inside another organization, right? And so you got to kind of remember where you are. But but I always wanted my team to understand. Wait, w- w- in my organizations were weird because um. They were centralized like corporate systems you would have in big companies. You get a lot of leaders in those companies who kind of want to have their own guy or girl who's thinking of um, efficiencies and improvements for their organization. They don't like to centralize those things. And then I did a financial shared services organization where we peeled um, uh, certain functions, billing, collections, all these things out from the business units into a, into a corporate center. And again, CFOs or just different leaders like to they just like to keep those things close to them. And so um, so a lot of what I was trying to do with the mission statement with our objectives was to define, wait, what's special about us? Why do we exist as a group and not as separate things? And what what do we do and what um, what looks right for us? So and then I would I would just continue to come back to it every single quarterly all hands. I would. Re go through the mission statement with pieces and parts of it underlined and just talking through each piece and part. And then, uh, on objectives, our goals and objectives for the year, all the, the 100 people in my group, the 50 people in the group, the 20 people in my group, whatever it was at the time, we all had exactly the same objectives. And those four goals and objectives tied exactly back to the mission statement and, and that kind of thing. So it was, it was like uber, um, uber logical and meaningful and like tied together um uh perfectly but like you said in the way that that i did it but then it's boring words but then i brought um brought life to it like when i just just i'm looking at it the first the first line of it is the corporate systems team is dedicated to leverage leveraging its business and technical relationships expertise and experience to deliver value-added, this is the whole thing. To deliver value-added, <laughs> oh reliable <laughs> and cost-effective <laughs> technology solutions throughout the Sabre business unit. So, you so need a growler to fit all that. You guys board. could <laughs> could never, no, no listener could ever digest what I just said. Um, but if you um, if you think about my audience, these are um, people who are technologists who are um, kind of the the more evolved super users and power users throughout the organization are trying to get people to do stuff and um, get people that aren't even in their organization to to find bigger and better ways and so so the first part of that was all about relationship and i would just talk about it. you can know everything there is to know about business intelligence solutions or hr systems but if you don't have relationships into the organizations and if people don't like you and if people don't trust you then you can't be effective and so I would preach the relationships part of it like spend a lot of time on that just isolating on the audience that that had that and the people that don't have it just to talk about the value of relationship in a group of you know high IQ kind of smart processy people and then I had this value added word which is this this buzzword but I would talk about the thing that pisses me off more than anything which is people doing stuff to do stuff and the group that I had loves to do stuff to do stuff and I was like if your stuff does not make sense to do it is worthless if it doesn't add value it is That's what worthless he tells me, me about half the stuff and, I do and so <laughs> so I would just hammer on that point that you can look busy and you can be doing all the stuff in the world but if it's not going to drive value and get adopted and implemented by one of these people that you need to actually use it it's worthless. And so that was in the mission statement and then reliability was in there. It's got to work. It's got to be cost effective and you got to get it out there. So anyway, all those points, I could just preach and preach and preach them. And then if you've got um, new people coming into the organization and you get the re- repetition of me, um, it did take root. And I, I can tell you. So, so what worked for me. So even though it wasn't a perfect mission statement in terms of I agree, concise, and memorable and all those things are or, or I think, great aspects of a mission statement. What it was for me was just a, an anchor to have everybody in the organization, every single person be judged exactly the same yeah. way, no matter what they were doing. Yeah. And so, so it was really effective um, from that standpoint.
0: Yeah, no, I'm sure your um, employee reviews are much more effective than ours were, <laughs> um, <laughs> which everybody got a 10. But um, do you guys know? Do you guys know the mission that's statement? That's not true. <laughs> I know. Do you guys know the mission statement I, that we put out there for Clean Layer?
2: No, because we, we don't have one. And if you say we do, you're just pulling the rug the, out from under yeah, right no, no us, yeah, right? The
0: one we the one we put out there, and we said we'll come back to it. But the one we have out there right now is to turn the redlining process on its head.
2: Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's on, so, right on our website, right?
0: Yeah. So that's so. that that that's what I'm saying. We didn't have, um, we didn't have a sit down. We didn't have a branding, marketing, you know, we didn't talk about any of this. We just kind of wrote it up and put it out there and we'll go to beta. But the same with Defy, like we were a year into Defy when we sat down and said, okay, and had a branding meeting and a, and what are some statements going to be? And then you have to revisit it. You just, you just do have to revisit it often. If you have a mission statement that's been the same for 20 years, it doesn't work. So, so to our initial mission statement was to turn the redlining process on its head and it makes sense, right? That's that's our goal. Is that when you're redlining a document, when you're changing a document, versioning a document, um, that having clean layer is completely different, and you know, than you were doing it before. That it's easier and right by you, and so forth. So
1: that's yeah, our- it does, except I hate curve. it. And and that that gets me <laughs> to that gets me to what I hate about it, is turning the redlining process on it. I don't even understand whether that's making a good bad, It just it's just like. To me, it's like shaking it up, but so I didn't get that one. And that, that gets to how mission statements are created. Like, um, uh, um, do you guys collaborate on them with your groups? Do you go off to a cabin in the woods and then have a bunch of people argue and then ultimately the collaborate top one makes a decision? Answer. Huh?
0: You can only collaborate with people who respond. What do you mean? <laughs> That all this stuff was sent to you, and you didn't respond. Oh, so you do know through email?
1: <laughs> okay, so this is how Stephanie creates it, it Creates a mission statement. She no, emails a thousand words. No, so you're that, supposed to re- read it. Email a thousand no, words back, not, and then you've got a mission statement. This was not
0: statement. that. This was getting something on the yeah. website to start with. Yeah, yeah, And for our mission statements at Defy, yeah, we we would we usually a there's a cabin meeting.
1: involved, right? No,
0: we didn't do that till later. But yeah, but we had uh, we would do a half day, and we would you know, discuss and talk about it and so forth. So that's why I said we haven't done the process here to come up with it. We've just um, done basic, you know, here's some here's what we're trying to do and throwing it out there, but not like for building a company and trying to, I would say from a from the however many people we have on board now, six something, um, we all know that we're that we're trying to significantly change, enhance. Um, this whole redlining versioning process so everybody knows that Uh, but then where we go when we have clients and build out the team that part we haven't done yet
2: yeah and even uh, now that i look at it, our website actually just says every document has a story to tell so we don't even have the the other comment anywhere
0: it is it's on the mission state on
2: the mission page
1: is it okay yeah oh yeah yeah yeah
2: that's right
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, interesting. And then, and then what I did or have done over the years to build mine, um, or again, and this is, this is really, as I build mission statements, I'm trying to build organizations. So, so building the mission statement for me is part of building the organization. Like it's almost like, um,
0: but that's it's different. Like, it's just because you haven't done a startup before. You're doing it within an organization, like you said, a couple layers. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. That's absolutely. very different than starting a company and trying to get passion and excitement behind what you're oh, starting. Oh, absolutely,
1: right. And so, so like, and uh, and I don't know who's who's listening and whether everybody listening is starting a company or if there's anybody who's running a group in an organization or whatever. But from the perspective of running a group in an organization, just um, um, uh, my kind of um way, like when you do these offsites, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's uncommon, but I think there's one thing that I I, actually, I think is far from uncommon. I think almost like everybody in corporate America, if you're running an organization, you got to do an offsite at some point, you got to talk about your mission and vision, and you got to set your goals and do all these things. Right. And, um, uh, but one thing that, that we did that was part of that and so i think that's good and it's good content and it's it's just a good thing to drive step back and drive some conversations if you let it happen and then and then we did like a um again it's why it's why our mission statement is really bad from from the standpoint that we've talked about but it was good from the standpoint of we did the offsite with the management team and kind of came up with stuff and then i we brought the whole team together and did like a SWOT analysis of the organization again, so what are our strengths as an organization? what are our weaknesses as an organization? what are the opportunities? what are the threats? Which was a really good exercise to do as an entire team and um, and so we did that and broke into the groups and did all that stuff and then and then you kind of go back as a management team and you digest that and you come up with goals and a mission statement and and reconvene as a broader group so so the the initial kind of mission statement and goals had their roots in that process and then um and then you just keep the culture going um from there going forward but i think um so that was one thing that that i think again worked well for us but um it'd be so, interesting ha- having a person in my organization um talking because all this was so important to me you know obviously as the leader of the organization but um whatever someone else just wants to kind of configure sap or do what they do mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So for maybe the last two to five minutes, let's each pull up some of our favorite companies and see what their mission statement is. So while you guys are pulling up maybe a couple of your favorite companies, um, Zappos is one of my favorite companies just because I love their customer service. So I just pulled up their mission statement. You know what their mission statement is? Provide the best customer service possible. So it's interesting because most people who like Zappos would probably say they like it because of customer service. And that's their mission statement. Their mission statement has nothing to do with shoes or shirts or clothes or anything else. It's like just to be this amazing customer service. Um, yeah,
2: they, uh, I don't remember, I, I could be getting this wrong. Like, I don't know if they still do it or not, but they used to pay people yeah, to like, if you left, let's like, yeah. say you were interviewing the company or whatever, and you made it through some certain levels, but you got, for whatever reason, they decided like you wouldn't be a good fit for the company. Like they would pay you to, to leave. Yeah, like, I remember, I remember hearing that. I,
0: didn't, I remember hearing something like that. In fact, I was writing a chapter in my book about, you know, moving people on when it wasn't time. And I was saying that we, we didn't go so far as basically paying people to leave if they weren't a fit, but I couldn't remember what company did that. But yeah, maybe
2: it was Zappos. Yeah. I mean, I'm and, sure it's, it's way more, um, you know, I, I'm the way that I'm, saying it it seems more like crass but i don't mean like hey you suck get out of here type of thing right. but it's just they they're very thoughtful about their exit strategy is what i've heard that you know e- even if it ends before it starts kind of thing is that they right. want you to be successful and, and help find another job and right. if you're in some downtime they want to help out so i thought that yeah, was pretty
0: well their vision cool. statement is delivering happiness to mm-hmm. customers employees and vendors so that's their vision statement just delivering happiness their mission statement is provide the best customer service Apple's mission statement is bringing the best user experience to its customers through innovative hardware, software, and services, which also makes sense. If you think of Apple, you think of user experience and you think of innovative,
1: right? So, Wait, read Apple's again?
0: It is bringing the best user experience to its customers through innovative hardware, software, and services.
1: So there, um, yeah, it's interesting. So, so Zappos was interesting to me. Bad thing about it for me was it was too broad, but the really the good thing about it for me um, was uh, just the emphasis on the customer and the emphasis on relationships, which I love. And then Apple's is interesting um, because it, it seems focused on user experience, right? It says that, which is um, certainly that's how I think of the company as just the the ultimate user experience company. But then you've got Apple Music, which is not to me about user experience at all. You've got the Apple Media company starting up, which is not user experience at all. Um, I mean, I've, everything's got a UI, but that, that's not what those things are about. And so it'll be interesting if they so to me that that suggests that Apple has gone off mission. In expanding into those areas, and either a, um, they're going to need to rethink their mission to include those areas in it. Like, forget about their mission statement. I mean, their mission as a company, or that those areas aren't going to be terribly successful because they're a UI company and they yeah. branched into some things that are tangential to what they do that they think are cool, um, but that's not what they are at their soul, and um. So it'll be interesting yeah. how that how that kind of plays out.
0: Yeah. All right. And then my last one, and then Justin, you can take it. And then John was Amazon because I obviously use it a hundred times a day. And their vision statement is to be Earth's most cu- Earth's not you know Earth's most customer centric company where customers can find and discover anything they might want to buy online. Um. Let's see what's the rest of it. And endeavors to offer its customers. Oh, I lost it. My little thing. It's too long. That's that's the vision. The mission is to serve customers through online and physical stores, focus on selection, price, and convenience, which is what they do.
2: The other thing, like this this whole topic makes me question, like whether these are accurate, because I can't ever go to the actual sites and find them. Like if you Google what's XYZ company's mission statement, you get some third-party company saying what it is, Mm. but you can't go to apple.com and find it. Like if you Mm. can, somebody tell me how, but (laughs) I don't see it anywhere on Apple's website. I don't see it anywhere on Amazon's. Like, I'm just trying to look it up real quick. Like, I feel like you should be able to go to the company or the brand and find like an about us or mission or something. Yeah, that's
0: interesting because we never put it on so, the
2: Defy website either. No, I know. So th- that's the part I don't understand is it's like, I don't know that these are accurate. They, they don't sound and, accurate. To John's point, they don't seem right. to reflect the accuracy of what they're yeah. actually doing. And
1: Amazon, yeah, I thought, um, hmm. where does Amazon Web Services fit into that? It's a pretty big business.
0: Right. right. True. Yeah, true. Maybe it's it's just that's the part.
2: biggest. I mean, that's the only reason they make money. I think. Yeah. Seriously, um, I think yeah. that's where they make money is in AWS.
0: Yeah. yeah, to be fair. So we don't really know what any of them are. Um, yeah.
1: So th- this is this is kind of my point. Yeah. I, I, those are those are fine. Oh, and, well, this just, says, this says they leave?
0: include them in their annual
2: reports. Oh, so we,
1: that's, oh, that's so where that's where, these websi-
0: that's where these websites are getting
1: them. Apparently. Got
2: it. OK. Okay. Well, that's fair. I just, I can never go, I just brought it up because I can never actually see it on their website.
1: Um, Yeah. This one, um, this one, I was looking at Starbucks, which probably all familiar with and um, uh, ish. Let me, let me read it. Um, uh, Shoot. I had it. Um, Which I think is good, but I also think is, corny yeah to inspire and nurture the human spirit one person one cup and one neighborhood at a time right and um so so i think that's nice and i guess it speaks to their store setup and how they set up their stores and all that stuff and so they've actually done this um to me reasonably well um but then i think there are others uh that just go go cornball with that and um and yeah, they want to use whatever. Well, I like um, it. I think it's good. And you know, there's, I, it actually, I think I'm sorry, I, I what I say, what I what I'm saying is, I think, um, um, uh, Starbucks actually kind of struck a pretty good balance on this because at least they 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 struck a good balance. This one passes muster with me um, because it said one person, one cup, and one neighborhood at a time. If they had just left it to inspire and nurture the human spirit, then I'm like, come on, I guess. But but they kind of brought it back into their store setup and all that stuff. And um, th- those ones that are just overly broad and overly aspirational kind of kind of drive me yeah. nuts. I like this
2: one, too, because it's actually on their website. <laughs> so that's been confirmed.
1: Yeah. And, and I think yeah, I, it's, it's re- I, I would I would agree. I would say and I would agree that Starbucks I like Starbucks. They're they're. That mission, I mean, I like Starbucks, but I like that mission statement. It's a good one. I have, there's one, I was looking at Dashlane for some reason, again, because of my wiring your favorite companies. I'm supposed to love Apple and all this stuff. I know I love Dashlane. Um, And Dashlane is just a password management widget for your computer that just manages your password. And um, this is my kind of, this is my kind of mission statement. Because they say, um, welcome to Dashlane, where our mission is to make your digital life simpler, safer, and more secure. Um, like, okay, I can understand that. That actually, that means something. And that's, that's what you're trying to do. I get it. So you're not trying to um, change the world. I don't know, whatever broad, crazy thing you could, you could say you're doing to make password management seem funky. Or to say, well, if we do passwords, we can do anything. Um, No, they're trying to make your digital life simpler, safer and more secure. And then I agree with what we've been saying that all companies have the right to expand from what they were doing to what they are doing. And I totally agree with you, Stephanie, that um, um, what your mission is in 2020, your mission shouldn't change every year, then you're just fickle and you don't really have one. But, um, But from time to time. I think it's great to revise, expand, contract, change your mission to to reflect what it is you're you're trying to do as an organization
0: Excellent, all right. any other ones you guys wanna call out before we cut any other favorites?
2: Well, uh, no, can't think of any.
0: okay all right, well, um obviously very important topic,
2: regardless
0: of what type of leader you are and important to revisit it so I guess we'll close it there. It's a wrap. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, I think the moral to the story is just having, um, if you've got people, the people that are following you, you need to, um, the mission statement is a tool for, for leaders of organizations to use to communicate what they're trying to do. So you can, you can still function as an organization, I think, pretty well without, without having a mission statement is totally, totally fine. But it's just, something, something extra for your bag of tricks to use to, um, to mobilize people and inspire people and have them understand what you're trying to do. So you should take yeah, advantage of it. It's
2: for sure critical. Cause if your employees don't love working and don't love the company, it's not, it's very unlikely that customers will.
0: Right. Yeah. Yep. That's very true. Very true. All right. Thanks until next time. <laughs>